Hey everyone, thanks for uh, joining us for BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Recce, as you can see, sort of flying solo in, in the sense of no BB, but uh, Hayden Padden, Kiwi Ace, good enough to join us. Hayden, two weeks, I think, to the to the night, this time two weeks from now, we will be at Auckland Domain, and after what feels like years and years of build-up, a lot of work, you yourself have put in a, a, a massive amount of work to get this thing back here. We're only a couple of weeks out, mate, how do you feel? Uh, it's come up pretty quickly. <laughs> um, it's uh, well, it's been ten years in the making, hasn't it? So it's felt like a long time. Uh, but I must say, the last two or three months have just flown by. So I think it's two weeks away. It's pretty scary. Um, a lot of work to do, as I'm sure there is for everyone and all the teams and everything, and obviously the rally organisers as well. Um, and then I'm sure the whole event will fly by, and we'll get to the Monday after the rally and go. Where did time go? Yeah, I'm sure it certainly will. It's getting exciting now, though. You know, like we're within touching distance. Uh, we've seen little bits and pieces. Obviously, last time we chatted, um, what car you were going to be in was still a little bit up in the air. We now know it's going to be the R5. We've seen it here in New Zealand. It's landed. It sort of had a little bit of a, a run at Pukekohe at the V8s over the weekend. Um, you know, what What do you know about the car? How comfy are you in it? Is there a case of still betting in and getting used to it? Or are you you're pretty comfy with where you're at? Yeah, no, we, we've got a lot of work to do with the car. Um, we haven't found the sweet spot of what we're looking for in terms of um, the feedback and what I'm wanting the car to do for my driving style. So we had a little shakedown test with the car actually on Monday uh, after Pukki, um up in Auckland that uh, Clint Cunningham actually very kindly helped us out with the road. Um, very wet, very muddy conditions, uh, but we had the AP4 there as well, actually. Uh, so for us, it was quite important to do a back-to-back test and to get information to learn what were the strengths and weaknesses of both cars, which will help us develop um, the Rally 2 car going forward. So, yeah, the Rally 2 car is obviously a very good car. Um, and even as it was, um, it was already faster than the AP4 on the road that we're using on Monday. So, um, you know, the car is competitive, but we know it can be so much more, um, and especially when I can get fully comfortable. So what we did over, when we were over in Europe, we we changed the car a lot between Latvia, Estonia, Finland. Uh, got the car a lot more friendly, if, if you like, for me to be comfortable driving it. Um, so I, I felt better driving it. But by doing so, we, we, we compromised some performance. Um, so now we've got to find that balance. We've got to try and get some of that performance back. And when I say performance, we're talking traction and grip. We need to get some of that back, but we also you need driver comfort because that's what helps a driver drive fast. Um, so we've got a bit of work to do, but we ain't going to find that magic switch before Rally New Zealand. We want to make more steps, but the biggest thing is this information gathering uh, so we can build up towards next year. I feel like there's probably a whole interview here at some point in the future about the comparison between the two cars that you've got. We'll, we'll wait until you've got some some hard data and, and some competition miles under your belt before we do that. But you know, when we look ahead to Repco Rally New Zealand, what are your objectives? Is it just too obvious to say that you want to be top of you know WRC two and the first Kiwi home? Do you have additional goals? What is your motivation? I guess coming into this event now that we know what you're in. Yeah, it's certainly a bit more trickier. Um, I would have loved to have been there in a Rally One car because then you'd come in as a bit of a dark horse and with less expectations. Um, when we're back in this position um, that we are now for Rally New Zealand, we're almost in a lose lose situation because. Uh, I guess everyone expects us that we're there to win. Um, if you don't, what's wrong? And if you do, well, then so be it. That's what you're meant to do. So we don't really have anything to gain in that sense. So I, I guess personally, it's it's about trying to wrap up championships and wrap up results. Um, we've got a lot lying on the line with one event, you know, between WRC2, um, obviously the event side with the amount of Kiwi support that's going to be out there. Um, but of course, the New Zealand Rally Championship, um, you know, there's a, there's a bit of pressure on. So... You know, we're just going to go out, do the best we can, like we do at any other New Zealand Championship round. Um, and I'm expecting close competition, so it, it ain't going to be easy. Um, so we're going to have to make sure we prepare well, do a good job, and then um, 
make sure we focus on stage by stage to, to get that result at the end. Where are you at in terms of long-term future? We know you've got plans for, for next year. Is WRC1 still, uh, sorry, Rally 1 still a, an option and something that you're aspiring to? You know, Do you have anything that you can achieve or prove here at, at Rally New Zealand to help you potentially take a step in that direction? Oh, not really. Uh, I think I'm past the stage, uh, not only in my career, but also in life. I've, I've proven myself to people when, when it comes to the sport. You know, you've been doing that for 20 years, and when you're doing that all the time, it becomes really draining, and it, and it takes the fun away from the sport. So, you know, we're doing this for ourselves now, for our own team, for our sponsors, and, and that's what's made it so much more enjoyable uh, back here in New Zealand over the last couple of years. Um, and saying that, yeah, I, I feel like I still got unfinished business. Um, I'd love to be doing rallies in a rally one car, and that's, you know, we're still keeping those discussions and lines of communication open overseas um you know i'm realistic you know a full-time contract i, I think that ship sailed now um but i think we can still offer something uh, or offer a team something whether it be a part-time program you know try and put together four five six rallies in a rally one car on rallies it can be a strong point you know help a team develop a car help with the testing you know i, I think we can still offer a lot and, and that's something that'd be quite interesting for me as well so yeah, Rally New Zealand would certainly help towards that. We have a good result, but I don't go on with the mindset going, I have to prove myself to make those opportunities possible. Um, you know, hopefully the proof's in the pudding already from what we've done in the past. Maybe the proof of the pudding wasn't, well, proof wasn't proved some, something to other people wasn't quite the right terminology, but in terms of a target, yeah, we've just, within our little rally community, few conversations there is is challenging some of the, the back end of the Rally 1 field, something that you'd, you'd look at having oh. a crack at? I would love to. Uh, I think it's much harder now than what it was. Uh, in the past, yes, you could. Um, but I think the gap now between Rally 1 and Rally 2 cars is substantial. Um, especially a fast-flowing rally like New Zealand, I think the gap's going to be up two seconds per kilometre. So even the slower Rally 1 cars, they're a second a K off. You know, that gap's then still a second a K. Um, yeah, I think it'll be tough. Um, and... Uh, that's something I can't control and we can't go chasing that because if we go chasing that, we're, we're chasing the wrong things and we're going to get ourselves in trouble. So we're just got to focus on um, the WRC2 guys. You know, I'm, I'm expecting Shane's going to be fast, Ben's going to be fast, Harry's going to be fast amongst all the other NZRC uh, teams as well. So uh, I think it's going to be close competition. I'll put you on the spot because that's another conversation that everyone's been having. That, that battle sort of behind you as such, you know, those guys that are nipping at your heel, do you see anyone there having a distinct advantage or someone you think will do a lot better than perhaps the, the great majority feel they might? Yeah, well, we've seen the, the, the championship come up a level in the last couple of years and, and this year is no different. Um, obviously, Ben's always been there or thereabouts. Um, Robbie's he's had really good speed this year, but he, he just he needs to bring it back a notch, you know, especially a rally like Rally New Zealand. He needs to get it through. Like, it's no doubt he's got speed, but he needs more experience. Um, but he's got all the ingredients there. To be challenging um obviously we're helping ari and, and ari's taken a really good approach this year of just trying to get through get the experience get the miles um but he's got a lot left in the tank as well so i'm sure he can build on that so um you got all the regulars but i think there's a few people that can can bring some surprises as well um, but rally new zealand does need a different mindset um like we said there you know friday is a big day um on these roads yeah, you can't afford to back off as such but you do have to look after the car you do need to have a bit of mechanical sympathy and, and get through that friday yeah, let's talk about that because the, the route obviously extremely challenging. No service, two passes through Funga Coast, uh, two passes each through the Tiako stages. You know that is a, a brutal, um, you know, loop in a, in a normal scenario. Let alone without a service uh, through the day. What what is the recipe for getting through? You say it's really hard to button off. 
how do you drive sort of sort of nine tenths and try and protect the car as much as possible, protect tyres, protect everything? Yeah, I think it's a matter you still got to push uh, um, on these sort of roads when you put on the helmet and get it, get the pleasure of driving these stages. You don't want to drive slowly either, so uh, naturally you want to push on. It's more about just keeping the car out of the ditches, the cuts, it's those those sort of small risk elements that you don't really gain a lot. You'll gain a few tenths of a second here or there, um, but in the scheme of the day, um, ain't going to gain you a whole lot. So that's where you sort of take a little bit more of a measured approach. Um, but other than that, you're still pushing. You're still trying to carry the speed. I'm looking after the car. I think the day will be easier if it's wet, to be honest. Uh, if it's dry, we know how uh, how hard those stages are on tyres, uh, and tyre management will become a massive part if it's dry. So um, normally you'd say conditions are difficult if they're in the wet, but I think for that particular day, it would be easier uh, if it was in the wet. So, I mean, given your championship position, if you get through Friday unscathed, you, know, you bank your points, you're, you're going to be champion yet again. Is there a significant focus to just try and get through Friday and then reassess? I know some of the other drivers are talking about that. Um, what's your focus? No, for me, it's the same focus throughout the whole event, same strategy. Uh, we'll, we'll pick a speed and, and uh, go with what's, what's comfortable. Obviously, we've got to see how this this car feels. It's um, you know a car that we're not familiar with in New Zealand conditions, so we've got to see how it all feels and just let it naturally come. But I don't think it's about picking a speed for a Friday, Saturday or Sunday. I think it's the same throughout. Um, it's just a different mindset in terms of tyre strategies and, as I say, those little things that we'll put into the pace notes um, with the cuts and things where you maybe um, take it a little bit easier. Obviously, when we look at that route, um, you know, Friday we've talked about it's, it's a challenging day. Saturday, very similar to the City of Auckland Rally in late 2020 and then Sunday, the Whitford Forest stage along with, with Jack's Ridge. Um, just talk us through what challenges Saturday and Sunday will present, particularly Sunday with the, the Jack's Ridge uh, pass purposely, you know, purpose built facility. It's world class. It's going to be great spectacle for fans. Yeah, like uh, even though Saturday and Sunday are shorter, they're, they're by no means less less challenging. Uh, Saturday, those stages are actually quite technical up there. Um, and again, if it's dry, uh, they are even more brutal on tyres than the first day. Um, and this is where I think a bit of local knowledge comes into play for us Kiwis is that we sort of know that, you know, the WRC teams and internationals that come over, they got, they're going to look at the itinerary and see there's only, what, 40 kilometres of stages, so they'll bolt on the, the soft compound tyres and be, yep, away you go. But if, if conditions are dry, I don't think it's going to be quite that straightforward. So all that's going to play a big part. Um, and then, yeah, Sunday, obviously short stages. I think, personally, the biggest challenge on Sunday is going to be mentally switching on and off because you go to a short stage, you're going to be waiting for an hour, hour and a half, go to a short stage again. And, you know, we've experienced this in the past that where you have this switch on, switch off scenario, it's actually mentally pretty tough uh, compared to just rallying all day and, and you get in a zone and you stay in it. But um, no, it's going to be an awesome day. I think, you know, if they get 15,000 people out there at Jack's Ridge, it's going to be pretty spectacular. Um, I think we'll see of all the stages, of, um, that's probably the one that's going to cut up a little bit more, um, even though Andrew's obviously done a pretty awesome job with the premises there. These Rally 1 cars are pretty brutal on roads. Um, so I think by the time we go through the second pass, we'll see a few ruts in places and, and things that we have to be aware of. I better ask you, I guess, um, the, the Rally 1 battle, Kelly Rovenpera could become the youngest WRC champion of all time uh, if he finishes, I think, eight points in front of Tanak. Um, how do you sort of see that battle? There's a guy called Sebastian Ogier that should have a pretty handy road position um, for, the, for the Friday. How do you sort of see that WRC battle? Yeah, again, it's going to all depend on weather. Weather's going to play a massive part in this rally. Um, if it's wet, I think it'd be hard to challenge Kelly. You know, his driving style, even though these are all new roads, everyone, you know, he'll just, they'll fit his eye, um, the car, everything that will go really well. 
if it's dry, I, I think there's no way those guys at front can win. Um, even though on the second pass it will sweep off a lot, the first pass will be so loose. And we know what Fanga's like when it's loose. Um, and then all of a sudden you've got Sivogier in the box seat. So, um, you know, if I was to put money on things, I think it is going to be one of those um, those red and white cars. <laughs> I might say the brand name. Uh, as much as I'd love to see a Hyundai at the front, um, I think Oit would be, you know, he's going to be the one near the challenge. But again, he's second on the road. Um, so, yeah, I think it's between those three. I guess Calais, Oit and, and Seb would be would be my pick. Right, looking forward to it, mate. Uh, some other news coming out earlier this week that you're going to take the EV car to Ashley Forest. Uh, obviously, an iconic event sort of gets lost a little bit um, with everything going on this year. But how big a challenge is that for you? You've won it before. And to, to take the electric car there, um, you know, your, your, your thoughts on what you hope to achieve there and, and how you think it'll go? Yeah, well, pretty excited. Uh, we've got a, we've got an extra motor bolt on it this year now, um, which is not something you can say every day. We've gone from two motors to three motors. Um, we did a test before we headed away to Europe a few weeks ago, and um, uh, just every time I drive that car, it's just so so good. Um, okay, put the noise aside or, um, aside for one second that everyone talks about, but if you put that aside, it's, it does everything else. It's fast. It's amazing to drive. The balance of the car is absolutely phenomenal. Um, like mid corner speed is more is more impressive than a world rally car. Um, so, yeah, super excited to see what I can do this weekend. Um, if we can challenge the record, I'm not sure. 52 seconds, uh, our record there from a few years ago is is, is up there. Um, but we want to try and get close to it anyway, so we'll see what we can do. But uh, looking forward to it. Um, obviously, it's awesome to have Sloan there as well because Sloan's fast here. Um, so I reckon it's going to be pretty close. Um, we might get a bit unstuck later in the event when they come down to the elimination runs because with this car, with the format we have at the moment, we need time for the battery, the cool, and for everything to cool down. And when you've got the, the quick turnaround between elimination runs, uh, it might mean we go into a D-rate. So a lot of that stuff we don't know until we get there. But, uh, you know, even earlier in the weekend, we'll see what sort of time we can pull out and see if we can get down somewhere close to that 52, 53 type uh, bracket. Awesome. And, and, mate, just, you know, on that, how are you balancing everything? Obviously, focus on, on that event this weekend. You were in the R5 testing earlier this week and, and demonstrations at, at Pukekohe, as I say, you got the... A big event in a couple of weeks' time. How difficult is it to wear multiple hats and for your team to wear multiple hats? Yeah, it's pretty busy at the moment. Um, but to be honest, I love it. Personally, I love being busy and we're all over the show. Uh, but I couldn't do it without our team. Like the amount of work that everyone's putting on our team at the moment and we're all on the same page, that's what makes a difference. Um, we've got some of our guys off the North Island at the moment prepping the Rally 2 car because that's stayed up north. Obviously, we've got the EV car here. Um, we've got everything going north. But also within all this, we're looking at another international rally straight after Rally New Zealand to hop on a plane for. Also, our AP4 is getting prepped now because that's got to go to Coffs Harbour uh, straight after Rally New Zealand. Um, and then we've got more events back down here with the EV uh, after Rally New Zealand. So we've got sort of like three sub-tiers within the team at the moment and logistics all over the show and trucks and cars everywhere. So um, it's, a, it's a nice luxury to have three rally cars to choose from. But um <laughs> It's causing us headaches as well when you've got three cars to sort of make work. But, um, no, as I say, the team's making the difference at the moment. Everyone's doing a huge, huge job. Awesome, mate. Well, look, uh, best of luck for Ashley Forrest this week. Can't wait to see you in action. Fortnight from now, um, all the talk, all the, the build-up, everything sort of gets put to one side and, and we go rallying. Can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. Best of luck, man. Awesome. Look forward to it. Thank you.